Hey guys, welcome back to the encounter. Uh, this is Danny uh, from Redeem LA. Today we have Matt and we have um, we have House and we have also Diane. And today, guys, we're going to talk about a worshiper's heart. And uh, just to begin, I want to remind everybody that if uh, you're listening to this episode, you can also get some context with our um, last episode. It should be around there. It should be about worship. So I think this too would be good if they hear it together, right? Because yeah, right. it would help you a little bit um, because we're like literally just getting ready for the next one right yeah. so um so today a uh, worshiper's heart is for example we understood and we explained what was worship and now today it's it's what john four twenty three says that says but the time is coming when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth and it says in fact the time is now and here and these are the kinds of people that the father wants to be his worshipers and like i was saying before I, I, what i was saying as earlier is that i like when it's i like i like to think that god tells us how to do things like mm -hmm. he doesn't he doesn't just say things and just leaves them there and it goes figure it out but he says there's a time coming there's a there's a window that we all can get ready and we can all become a true worshipers and god gives us this time and he even tells us how which is he look look it's crazy it says but the time is coming now when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth so meaning that he wants true worshipers mm -hmm. in spirit and in truth so it's double truth so so just just imagine that and then he wants people to worship the father and then and then how can we worship the father if we don't have jesus inside of us and how can we worship the father if we don't accept the holy spirit guidance it's just you see you see what i'm saying for example i i know that um the the gift from the father to us was the son and the gift from the son to us is the holy spirit and the gift from the holy spirit to us once more was uh is the is the is the gifts of the spirit but imagine so now imagine this imagine that we don't want jesus and we don't want the holy spirit how can we get close to the father he's like dude that's that's something that comes from me that is my essence and we don't pay attention to it that's why i want you guys to understand that us as spirits and and g and not, not jesus but the holy spirit as a spirit we have to be united we have to be willing to be uh, uh guided and i think that's that as young people is the hardest thing because we feel like we know everything we feel like we know how to do everything and we feel like our parents are annoying which <laughs> i i i agree i agree i used to feel like that i sometimes feel the same way today like oh my god my dad he wants this he wants that. oh my mom why is like this but now i'm 29 that's the only difference right yeah. <laughs> and now they're like 60 something years old right so that's the only difference but but it, it doesn't happen and what god wants is for us to listen to the holy spirit and not only just that but also know the truth and the bible says uh, in the gospels that jesus comes out and says i am the way and the truth the way the life and the truth and i want you guys to understand that the way we do this is by knowing is by knowing his word by by having knowledge and before i continue and i i know you wanted to say something but when i started worshiping guys and, and i understand like understanding what was to worship it was so hard for me to worship mm -hmm. and it was like i was like i don't know how to do it the minute i started reading the bible i understood who he was and now i understand that he's holy not because he came to die for me but he's holy but he's he's always been holy even before this world started, he was worthy because not just because of what he came to do here in the last two, three thousand years, but he's always been holy. He's always been worthy. He's always been good. He's always been merciful. Like, like if you start thinking about that, you start seeing how small and how small of, 
of of our life is to him. To him, it's just like a second to him. Mm-hmm. Like to him, it's just like okay, I made these and I need to save these people. And he loves us so much. Just like and honestly, I was I was I was we were having this class with uh, with intermediate doctrine, mm-hmm. and he loves us so much that he treats us like Ruth, like Boaz treated Ruth. He he and I was thinking about this, and I thought, I thought this was really beautiful that God. Just as Boaz, he wants to marry us, but he doesn't want to marry us just to say, oh, she's my wife, give me to her, and that's it. But she wants to redeem us, and that's what Boaz did to Ruth. She said, before I marry you, I have to make sure that everything that your dead husband, which is Adam, the one that failed, the first Adam, the one that failed, came. I have to make sure I redeem you to what he has done. And therefore, he's going to redeem us from that. And then once we have everything and all the blessings that he had, then he's going to say, now you're mine and you're my wife. And that's the right way. So I want you guys to understand that in the, when it says spirit and in truth, it's because with Jesus, I'm sorry, with Jesus, I'm sorry, with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit, it doesn't, it doesn't go with one and one and deal with and not with the other one. Go ahead. Yeah. So like you said, it's in spirit and in truth. And like I said, like, before we messed up, <laughs> 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 that, <laughs> that, that, the, that um, the Holy Spirit like gives or God gives us tools in order to like um, do what we need to do to serve him. So what does he give us? He gives us the armor. Right. And what does the armor contain? It ca- contains the belt of truth and also the sword of the spirit. And the sword of the spirit is the word of God. And as we could see, the word is what teaches us how to speak to God. And if we're not filled by the word, then what are we going to say to God? I agree. Like, what are we going to be able to, like, give to God? Yeah, Yeah, because we don't know who God is if we don't read the word. If we pray, sometimes they're just empty words because you're like, you're just repeating like, oh, God, please, like, help me. And that's all you do. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. But God doesn't want that when we're worshiping. He wants us to be like, oh, you're so beautiful. Thank you. Like... Um, you're so great you start complimenting him that's what um, a true worship is is complimenting God on how great he is and that's how it was in like if you want to be like go grab your priesthood you have to go into the holiest of holiest place like complimenting God what did they do they felt filled the tent with essence that reached the heavens and that's when God's presence will come down Right, and we have to also understand that that with with all that, we have to understand that when Jesus when Jesus is ready to marry us, we have to also be able, and we have to be able to open our hearts and open our minds and be able to be guided by by the Spirit. And and I don't want to mean um, some random Spirit, but by the Holy Spirit, which 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 what Holy Spirit does is that it uses leaders uh, like pastors, like prophets, like leaders, any type of leaders, and it tells you things that you should remove where do we see that in esther we see that in ruth we see that they, they showed them how to get dressed and i know you want to say something just let me finish this real quick um and i want you guys to understand that that there's reasons and there's there's other i'm i'm sure i i, I this like i said this is not bible but i'm just this is danny sauce that the danny sauce that i i believe that <clears throat> There's not only there's not only one person that wants to be what's it called that wants to marry Jesus. I'm sure there's gonna be other people that said, "Hey, I'm also, I'm also," but I look how I'm dressed, and God is looking for us. Yeah, it's like when you marry someone, like you look at their package and right what they what they come with, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> you mean, you mean, terrible. <laughs> 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 
like was it like obviously you're not gonna go up to some random girl and like if you see them with the most horrible attitude you're not gonna go for that you know right. like i'm a dude this is what i see personally you right know? No. personality matters a lot you know and like, i agree you don't you want some lazy girl either you know what of i mean course. you want someone to like who's willing to put effort into your relationship it's like with god as well you know he sees how much you put in your work how much worship and compliments you give off to him and everything like that you know he's anyone can say oh i love you god but do you really need it like mm. another thing well. and and that's and that's what exactly what i wanted to say like for example um for example i'm gonna tell you i have my girlfriend her name is giselle and and for example i tell her hey i like it when you wear blue and she never wears blue again what is she slowly saying to me no i'm chief i don't care what you, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't what you say <laughs> uh, I, but you see what I'm saying, and and that's and then the same thing with her. And she goes, "Hey, you know, I like it when you know you have full beard." And I never. And then I go you home and I shave it off. I'm, I'm slowly saying, "I don't care what you like," mm-hmm. and that's exactly it's on our question. Is this, would God want somebody like that to no, help him? Yeah, and I think it's important to to know that. Um, we, we have to learn what God likes and how do we do that? We read the Bible, right? Like, um, I remember this thing that people used to uh, always say, uh, that the teachers used to always say in class, and I want to touch back on a little bit what Diane said, is like, how can we learn to like worship someone and like love someone that we don't even know? Yes. And like, how do we do that? We read the Bible. Like, how are we supposed to say how great God is if we don't know? Like how right. great God is. Yeah. We need to read. We need to read <laughs> about it. And where can we find that? Is literally like an instruction manual and tells you everything you need to know in the Bible. And yeah. and I agree. and those are the letters of love that He's left us. It's 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 everybody's funny because everybody goes, oh, I just I don't know how do I know that God loves me. Well, it's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It literally is simple. It's simple. He left you. He left us all sixty-six books so we can read, and they all have something beautiful to say. Mm-hmm. And 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 we have to understand that that's what God. That's what God needs us to understand. And that's the hardest part because we all feel that, for example, oh, I don't need to read a book to worship God because God takes me as I am. Yeah, you're right. God takes you as I am. But having a worshiper's heart is almost like a level up. And that's what I always tell people. And not that. Not that I'm saying that I do have one. I literally i literally i'll be honest i strive my best to be one and uh, you guys know how much i put work into worship and i literally just have cemented it inside of you guys that i tell you guys guys if you guys want to mess up praise let's all mess it up but when it comes to worship like i you guys see me mad when we when i say guys do not mess this moment up because it's the most important part he says that when lazarus i'm sure you guys know this right when lazarus he goes back to lazarus and sees lazarus sitting at the table he sees martha working and serving and then he sees a sister that he that she gives it oil and cleans his feet with her with her hair and he says this is the most important part meaning the worship is the most important part so that's what i'm saying that i have i have understood and god has given me this peace in my heart that goes everybody can make an awesome praise song can you make an awesome worship song mm-hmm. and i've always looked and i was like yes god i want that <laughs> i literally want that i don't know what i have to do i don't know what i have to sell i don't know what i gotta give but i want to make beautiful songs that you look at back and you said yes this is this is what i want to say and i want to everybody that's listening to me and everybody that's here i want you guys to understand that that is what we have to do in order to be and to have a worshiper's heart we need to have that level up and 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 we all have to have and we all have to understand and we all have to be brave in a sense of this way that in order to have a step up there are more sacrifices to be made. You see what I'm saying? Can everybody come to church every day, every time the service? Yes. Can everybody sit down and um and you know listen? Yes, that is the bare minimum. But if you want to play in the altar, there's a sacrifice you have to make. For example, mm-hmm. like Wednesdays. Wednesdays are not yours anymore. 
right? You know that church is Wednesdays. For example, sectionals. You know that you best be coming that week, because you, right, like you, you know, you know that, right? Or another thing is that you need to at least know insert a little bit of knowledge to pray and worship, because it can be like, hey, can you worship? What if I one day I tell you, hey, let's worship, and I'm not gonna sing, you're gonna sing. You need to understand, be like, oh, I need to have a little bit of knowledge so I can know this. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And for example, and then it goes up. You want to be an elder? There's even more sacrifices that you have to make. You want to be a leader? Even more sacrifices. You want to be a pastor? Bro, good luck having a life. You want, <laughs> uh, did you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. every single step up, there's more. So now imagine the worshiper's heart. Yeah, you might not be somebody. I'm, I'm going to let you guys go because I'm going to start preaching. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, might, you, might, you might not see it like in a leadership role, but you got, you got you guys are gonna see it spiritually you're gonna be like hey i can't do this anymore hey i can't make these jokes anymore hey i can't say this anymore and that was and i'm gonna tell you guys that as as i grew up and as i as as i started like uh, becoming more spiritual and i started understanding this these things needed to happen to me like i used to be like a guy that yeah i used to to be a guy that would play with like double double meaning and then i said nah i gotta stop like how can i be saying god i love you and then going downstairs and playing with my friends saying hey how you doing you know know what i'm saying like i like Like yeah you see what i'm saying like i started noticing i'm not saying that whatever you guys do whatever it's up to you but what i'm saying is like my god starts saying how can you say that to me how can you say i'm holy and then come down and not try to act your best how can you say you love me and not love the people that talk bad about you Bro, and I don't know why God has given me like this love for everybody that I do. But go ahead, I'm sorry. If not, yeah, I'm gonna start preaching. I don't like, wanna preach. <laughs> a good example that we should strive to be is like is like David. David had mm-hmm. that heart of a worshiper that even when he was by himself, that's the thing that God wants. If we worship him when we're alone, then we're able to show when we're up there on the mm-hmm. altar, like what God has shown us by ourselves. And that's what David did. He he worshipped when he was just taking care of his flock. And then what happened? Then he started moving up. Then he started playing for King Saul. And what happened? Uh, spirit will always bother King Saul. But whenever David will play, the spirit will like leave immediately. And then he will feel relaxed. And from there, like, even though like, David was a warrior. He like killed like thousands of people, but God still loved him because he still praised him. He still worshiped him in spirit and in truth mm-hmm. and with all his heart. And what did he become? He came conformed to God's heart. And that's what we should be striving for. And to piggyback off on uh, what Diane said, um, a verse that says, 2 Timothy 2.15, do your best to be the kind of person God will accept and give yourself to him. Be a worker that has no reason to be ashamed of his work. One who applies true teachings in the right way. Yeah, and that's a, that's exactly what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like, mm-hmm. like, like David, was his life all great? No, <laughs> no man. He had so many problems. We all know right off the bat that he struggled with sex, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He struggled with women, but did God throw him away because of that? No. No. God goes, hey, your heart is more valuable than what you struggle with. I'd rather save your heart. Yeah, I'll kill your baby, and your baby's gonna be. Yeah, sounds so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, right? If you guys, if you guys know the story, you guys, yeah. you guys know, right? That like the baby won't be saved, but I'd rather do this so you can be saved, and you get, and you can be the real worshiper. And hold on, uh, Raquel, my friend wants to say something here. She has something to say. Go. So there was something that um, that Matthew said that um, we need to be filled with with the Word of God if we want to give God a beautiful um, uh, worship and Cantico Nuevo. And the interesting part is that in the holy of holiest places, Mm -hmm. 
was the was the were the six the two the pair of six um breads which typify the word of god and so if we want to reach that part in the holiest holiest places and give to god a beautiful and almost perfect worship we need to be filled with that word in our heart because then like you guys were saying like what are we going to give and, and and that's exactly what just just like she said just exactly what David understood when he was alone and you know what's you know what's crazy that honestly I love about David and his heart was like a worshiper's heart right, right? that's like the perfect example that I love that he did is that before he had his own before he had his calling before he was a king which that was his kingdom right mm -hmm. he was the second king of israel and he yes. was one of the greatest i believe he was one yeah. of the greatest kings and 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 before he was able to say i am this he took care of somebody's things that wasn't his and honestly i find that to be so amazing because that is that's what i'm trying to tell you there's another thing that we have to do as a worshiper's heart you have to be humble you have to take it. And that's when people say, Danny, but I want this. And I want my things. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But if you're not, who, who told me this? I think it was Raquel. That God, God, God wants to see how you are with the little things that you have. You see what I'm saying? If you respect, if you take care. For example, if I give you a dollar and you take care of the dollar, I can trust you with the hundred. The same thing with God. The same thing with God. If God tells you, hey, take care of little the little sheep that might not be yours, and you take care of them as if you were they're yours, then when it's your time to come, you'll be like, I'll give you 10,000 sheep because you took care of somebody else's. And that's exactly what King David did. David took care of his father's sheep, his father's flock, and... When he came out, he was the king of Israel, guys. He was one of the strongest uh, uh, soldiers. And even as, as the strongest soldiers, he would teach other soldiers. They would become better, and he would still become, um, what's it called? He would still be the leader. He would still be the king. That's what I'm saying. That's not about, it's not about what you can do. It's not about how good you can play the piano. It's not about how good you can play the drums, including myself. It's not how good you can sing. It's not about how good your tune is, but it's how your heart is. If it's humble, and if it's ready to give everything for God, not for the people, not for the, what's it called, not for the leader, not for the pastor, not for the, whatever it is. But if you do it just for God, if you do it for Jesus, mm -hmm. it, it literally, there's something, it's like a, it's like a little oil that comes out. Like, like, you know, when some, when you press something really hard, like there's always like, like a little like juice. Come out yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's exactly what happens. And that's, and that's how even olive oil comes out, right? Mm -hmm. They squeeze the, uh, the green olives so hard that oil comes out. And that's what God wants. That little oil is what God is looking for. The fact that you stop listening to music, you, you lost friends because of your beliefs, mm -hmm. because you stopped making jokes that are inappropriate because you know, you, we went from being gay to coming to be, straight all these things that we do god sees that and goes well, i see that sacrifice and that is the true heart that i want and that's what god the oil that god wants so sorry if you guys want to say something please oh, yeah. please sorry. please interrupt me because now i'll keep going i feel Go. like another part of like the sacrifice that we have to give like you know in the verse romans 12 when we have to offer our lives as like a living sacrifice is that we don't just worship and do all of this like be humble and everything when everything's okay like mm -hmm. we have to learn to do it also when we're in our struggles like in the desert and and like when we have our trials we have to learn to worship in those times too because david did that too and mm -hmm. we all know he like a great example <laughs> because his heart was conformed to god's heart and um even when he made the mistake with um Bathsheba, mm -hmm. right yeah. um and god 
took the life of his child, even then he still worshiped and he still had a humble heart saying like, okay, yeah, like I made the mistake here. Like God, like he never like said like, oh my gosh, God, like, like you, like, I don't want to say anything bad about, <laughs> about God, but like he didn't like say anything. Like he like, didn't oh, think why'd anything. Why'd you yeah. do this? Yeah. This, yeah, like, yeah, he, I agree. He like he wanted to take responsibility. And even in that time, he still worshiped. And I think that was just another great thing for you know what i find crazy honestly just just check this out because honestly sometimes we see it ever so literal but out of his sin something beautiful was going to come out right out of his sin something that he loved very much but god knew that it wasn't for him and that's what we do out of our sin sometimes we don't want to let go of our own sin and our own things because of what we feel which would be pleasure would be whatever and god goes no i'm gonna take this away from you oh i'm gonna go into fasting 60 days because i don't want you to take it away from you and god as a parent goes <laughs> have you guys ever seen like a kid he goes give it to me he goes no and you almost laugh inside he goes dude i can overpower you and yeah. just slap you <laughs> like, that's what god looks he goes sure, over and he yeah. goes okay bet you can pray all you want <laughs> but you know what i love about about about, about david and what you just said that he said okay it's god's will not even losing his own child imagine somebody loses his own child today yeah. bro the life their life is over and I, I i wonder and please please hear me with with circumcised ears um not that i want to be losing kids left and right right but not even a death of somebody you loved would move them away from god he understood that his life was meaningless without god mm -hmm. and my question is this sorry it might be might be a little bit hard to hear but we don't even come to church because we're afraid of COVID. Mm -hmm. and david was getting up like a champ after his son died and said okay feed me because i'm hungry just I want you guys to put it like in, in like in like like in like like in perspective because he he understood that his son was gonna be beautiful, his kid's gonna be beautiful, but he said, But if God doesn't want me to have it, who am I to say? Who I am who am I to to loathe? Who am I to say, Oh my god, why is this not he understood, okay. If God doesn't want it for me, boom, I'm gonna let it go. You guys want to say you know you're good? Yeah, actually no. Say it, say to pick it off like what Matthew said right in the beginning was that like not only we worshiped him here at church, we also have to worship him in private, you know? Yes. Like, especially, like, so this is me personally, what I do in the mornings. Like, I wake up, and then, like, breathing, like, is the first thing you do, you know? Like, was it tiny things like that? Like, waking up in the morning, being able to walk, being able to breathe. Not everyone has that privilege in order mm. to just do these normal things what a normal human can do. I'm not saying you guys are not normal, <laughs> but... <laughs> I might be a little bit not normal. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, like, was it like, these small things can really, like help you establish a better foundation when when worshiping for god and everything right yeah but yeah all right my uh, genesis wanted to say something <laughs> <laughs> sorry and to piggy piggyback off of you house worship is a lifestyle you know worship is not just coming mm -hmm. here and using instruments like david his worship was also obedience because out of everything he did he was always obedient to god like danny was teaching yesterday about lot god told him go to the mountain he went to the city right but God wants you to know, go to the mountain, obey me. That's a form of worship that we also all have to understand, just like David mm -hmm. understood. Yeah. I also have a verse as well for that, actually. In Exodus 35, 5, gather your special gifts for the Lord. Each of you should decide in your heart what you will give. And then you should bring that gift to the Lord and then bring gold, silver, and bronze, etc. Right. Yes. Oh, like if you could see like all the people of faith in the Bible, like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, also David, and Moses is a perfect example, too, mm -hmm. of, like, perfect worship, too. He will always go up to the mountain. And we're, 
when you're at the top of the mountain, you're with God. He saw God face to face, and people are like, oh, he, he could have died. And it's like, no, like, God already knew he was perfect enough to, like, go up there and meet with him. And imagine us reaching that place. And he made it down on earth. What he, he gave Moses a vision of the tabernacle and how he wanted him to build it and the ways that they had to go inside and the Ark of the Covenant. That's what we have to have, too. We have to. And Jesus allows us to do that because he's our high priest now. And we're able to enter the holiest of holiest place if we want to. Mm-hmm. If exactly if we want to, it's not like if God is gonna let us. No, yeah, if we want to enter, we can. But like it, it takes a process for us to learn and be dedicated and obedience. That because mm-hmm. obedience is always hard for a lot of us to like have structure in our life. But it's like no, but I want to do it this way. No, I want. But it's like no, you have to do it the way God established it to and be. It's, it's like really important to in worship to like not only like. Like, sing, like, beautiful songs, like, you know, yeah. like, like every single day we come to church and be like, Yeshua, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but also dying to ourselves is yeah. also an important part, like, that we can't, like, just pass over because it's our, it's literally, like, the thing that keeps us from God is our fleshly desires. And yes. we have to, it's like, it's like being so thankful to God and, like, showing them, like, your love that you're like, okay, like, I don't need this. Like, you're all I need because without mm-hmm. you, I'm nothing. I feel yes. like that's like a like important part of like a worshiper's heart to know that like without God we are nothing. Exactly. And going off of what you guys said, I feel like um sometimes people question or sometimes they struggle on having a a worship song or being into worship at church. But are you sacrificing yourself not just on the weekends coming to church, but on from Monday to Thursday? Are you giving that time to God to be in that holy, holiest of places? And um, I have a verse here from James 4, 8 to 10, so bear with me. It says, <laughs> it says Come to God and he will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts with double-minded people be miserable and grieve to weep let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom humble yourselves in the presence of the lord and he will exalt you he will lift you up he will give you purpose i feel like most of us um uh what's it called well i'll I'll say myself um i feel like when i come to church for example and i want to worship god because my other um friends are worshiping god so i want to get in but Mm -hmm. i can't really get into it why because i'm not putting my part on just coming to church and worshiping him you have to put your part and like they said read the bible go on mondays read uh read the bible on tuesdays pray you know like you have to put your part of your life and um uh not i don't want to say sacrifice but put in the work yeah offer offer put Offer um, yourself to God. You know, you you get what you give, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with what she, what she, what she says. Honestly, one hundred percent. Because I'm gonna tell you guys, the more and more and more we give of ourselves, the more and more mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit comes inside ourselves. It's only it can only work like that. Mm-hmm. Can you fill up a room that's already full? No. 
it's already full. But if you be, if you start taking off things, mm-hmm. then you get to put more things in, and that's exactly how this Holy Spirit works and how God works. That's why that's why the Bible says that I want less of you, less of me, and more of you. Mm-hmm. That's why there's so many worships mm-hmm. that that says God, please take the wheel, please you do as you please, because that is exactly what happens. Uh, you know what? I also I also find like something that's crazy that we understand have to understand about a worshiper's heart that he lets that the word a true worshiper's heart lets the holy spirit like guide him not only not only with with how we we act yeah. but through its own worship sometimes it's not what we think it is that we've been doing for so many years sometimes it's not for example remember remember last time uh, since diane you've been here <laughs> with me for like a few years already um like when was the last time that we saw some healing um, that, yeah, I'm never. No, no, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Right? But, but didn't didn't we just see it like a, like a, like a few months ago? And yeah. we saw that somebody prayed over your knee, and yeah. and literally, bro, the pain went away. And I remember you getting hurt. Like yeah, I caught I you. Know. I caught you when you got hurt. And we seen that. Like for example, like when was the last time that we've seen like somebody somebody like prophesy and 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 literally just light your fire once again? Yeah. And and honestly, I I, I say. If it's not the time now, then when is it? When is it? Like it's. I always tell. Well, I don't tell them almost because I just started like a few weeks ago. <laughs> but I tell people, I'm like, guys, let's just say God comes in the next three years. We we believe we believe in this church and our doctrine believes that next year that's yeah. the time that God comes. Why aren't we doing everything we can to just literally get closer to Him? Mm-hmm. Literally, I get texts from people saying, "Hey, where are you up to? Why can't you hang? In? Why can't you hang out?" And they're right, right? I'm I'm kind of like. A loser and i don't like hanging out so much but i also say bro honestly i want to keep my time i want to do everything that i can to possibly get close to church exactly. i even tell that one to my knees when i drop her off at church uh, to, to school i tell her the time i was like dude this is this is it no the time is coming the time is here the final countdown however you want to do it it's coming guys yeah. and if we don't have a worshiper's heart where are we gonna land what are you going to do? Are we going to wake up one day and gonna say, oh, man, my mom's not here. Oh, my dad's not here. Oh, Sam's not here. Deborah's not here. What am I What am I going to do by myself? Can you imagine how horrible that would be? How would you guys do? How would you guys? Some of you guys can't even feed yourselves. <laughs> 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 so imagine how, how horrible it is. And honestly, I always tell people this, and some people that are older can understand. If you are under 18, you're literally the way... You should think about things as number one church, number two school, and number yeah. three behaving Amen. well. Yeah. Honestly, because after you're 18, all all the young kids that were once young now look at me and goes, "Dude, Danny, you were right." And I said, "Yes." All the times that you stayed at home, you could have been at church and you could have done that to grow a little bit more. And now that you become older, and now that I'm 29, I see it in myself, dude. Now I have to wake up and I have to go to work. Now I have to wake up and I have calls, and all day I'm calling, and all day I'm on the phone, or all day I'm sitting down and I can't even pick up the Bible and get my iPad and read a little bit of the Bible anymore, or I can't pray. So every time that's why that's why I tell everybody every time that I have like five minutes in my car, bro, I'm bawling because I'm literally <laughs> worshiping all the time that I can possibly can, and and. And I want you guys to understand that. Don't look at me. Don't look at my examples. But look at the Bible's examples, which is what, that's exactly what what David did. Every time that he had a chance to worship, he did not miss it. He did it. Mm-hmm. Every time he was able to praise, he praised. Doesn't matter if people made fun of him. Doesn't matter if even his own wife despised him. He loved it, mm-hmm. and he loved God more than his wife. And that's a true worshiper's heart. Mm-hmm. The fact yeah. that he doesn't care about everybody else, but he cares about himself. And even all of you guys, you guys are starting to play and. And some people, uh, like for example, for us, like most of you guys, uh, the whole avance is under like what twenty five, literally, right? <laughs> They're like, I think I'm the oldest person there, uh, like that, that leads you guys. But uh, and yet, people think that I'm really young, and the way 
for my leadership, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I always say, and I'm like, but didn't Paul tell Timothy and 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 First Timothy four twelve? It says, that "Don't let anybody despise your youth, mm-hmm. but instead be an example." Mm-hmm. God wants guys. God has a special thing for young people that want to follow him. Yeah. Honestly, why? Don't know why. That would be a question that we all answer, that we get answered when we go to heaven. But I don't know why. I always wonder, God, why do you choose little kids? Why do you choose little kids to worship? Why do you choose little kids? Why when is when when everybody told Jesus, Jesus, who belongs in the kingdom of heavens? He goes, wait, come. And he gets a little kid. He was like, the kingdom of heavens is for these people that are little, that don't care, that worship, that give their heart away. Mm-hmm. Oh, Danny, but it's because people don't know how to treat it. But who cares? You give your heart away, and you yeah. give your heart in love, just like Jesus loved us. And and honestly, I think I think that is what what makes a a, a worshiper's heart that that feeling and that that way of thinking. I don't know if you want to say something. Go yeah. ahead, please. And like you said, the kingdom of heaven is for children. And if you could see, like at church, like who are like when we're dancing, who are the first ones to like be there the and kids. copy? The kids. They're always they're willing. They're like they're. But sometimes when you're like a teenager, you're like, oh, like what is someone's looking at me and it's like bro no one's looking at you because they're finding yeah. their own business nobody even cares I know. Dude, exactly exactly but that's why god wants us to not care and what did david do not care he didn't care he was re- he was joyful that the ark had returned and he was dancing and like people were dancing along with him but what was his wife doing like oh why is he doing that like it's like we shouldn't be like that because what are what why do we want to go to heaven to just sit there no god made heaven to worship him so we worship here on earth and then we're gonna go worship in heaven that's how god intended it for us like to do when we go up there and there's this thing that we always say right we always say let let it be here as is in heaven yeah. and i always ask do you guys really want that because in heaven there's holiness yeah in heaven all there is is worship mm-hmm. in heaven it's only about jesus and then i remember i remember i was talking to somebody and he goes danny i just it's hard for me to believe that all we're gonna do is go up there and worship and i'm like there you go boom maybe heaven is not for you but I know, I know, I know, I know it's something hard to hear. But I, I also want to say, if you guys don't delight yourselves in worship, what do you think we're gonna be doing up there? We're not just gonna be chilling our pieces. No, no, exactly. We're not, there's no we're such thing as Netflix up there. <laughs> there's no such thing as uh, we're gonna be one. Your delight, the place where you should be and want to be all your life, is in worship. And that's why I want to say. Now, let's just say the people that don't like worshiping. Do you think God wants them near? No. God doesn't want people that doesn't know how to worship near. Dude, I don't know you. That's why in the Bible it says all the people that said, oh, but I, I took out um, demons and we did it. They never said, but we worshiped you. Mm-hmm. And then what did Jesus say? Get out of here. Get out, get, get out of here, serpents, because I never knew you. But if you worship him, he meets you. He gets to know you. Mm-hmm. But okay, guys, this is honestly a never-ending um, <laughs> topic. <laughs> yeah, <of course laughs> so, guys, we're at exactly 35 minutes, so I hope we didn't go over. But, guys, um, I hope this is a blessing. And, guys, don't forget to follow us on Redeem LA um, and Instagram and I think on TikTok. And, guys, God bless you guys. And I hope this is a blessing. I'll see you guys next, <laughs> next time. God bless.